y'all thought we was gone. We're back. joining us and watching us let us reintroduce ourselves so i am your girl shaniquia aka s and i am your girl lakeisha aka l and together we make insightful conversations with s and l we are a fun podcast you know where we share basically our experiences our perspective on everything that's going on pop culture any type of topics that we feel might be a good topic to discuss we make sure we talk about it on here so basically this is a safe space that we want to create here for everyone. correct correct cuz and while you're watching this definitely make sure to hit that like button okay and go ahead and subscribe to our channel so that way you will never miss an episode. Don't worry, we're gonna remind you again at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but but for right now, go ahead and do that. And if you don't like to necessarily watch, you know, YouTube videos or whatever, you can also listen to us on all major podcast platforms. Okay. So, Lakeisha, how has your week been? So far, so good. A little bit, a little bit hectic as far as work is concerned, but that's the norm. That's a okay. So no complaints on my end. What about yourself? It's been going well. It's been starting off really well. You know, no complaints. So happy about that. I'm just glad to be here in the number one more time. Hey, amen to that, cuz. <laughs> amen to that. Yes, yes. Well, do we want to go ahead and get started? You know. Let's go on and jump right on in. All right. So we always like to get started with what we call buzzworthy topics. So Lakeisha, what's been buzzworthy in your week? I would I would have to say the first thing that comes to mind um, for those of you all that's been paying attention to the news, especially recently, probably within the last hour or so, um, is that we wanted to offer our condolences to the family um, of Chelsea Crist, um, who is the former Miss uh, Mrs. USA. So if you have not heard, uh, she passed on yesterday um, and her death um, at presently is being investigated um, as a suicide. So once again, like I said, our, we send our love, we send our support um, out to her family. Um, she was only 30 years of age. So really, really, really young, um, really just starting to live life and um, really fulfill her purpose uh, with her being on the earth. So like that said, that's the first thing that comes to mind as far as um, 
you know, breaking news is concerned. And what I about want, you? Yeah, and I wanted to add something about that, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, because when I first heard about it, I was just like, wow. Yeah. And, you know, especially with someone like her, who mm -hmm. it seems like, you know, you have it all and things like that. It's just a reminder for me to always make sure that you're checking on people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you never know like what people are going through exactly. behind closed doors. And we are big components of, you know, mental health advocates on, right. on this show. And so, and now we have spoken a lot about mental health on um, previous episodes. So I just want to make sure that, you know, just really, just really reach out to people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and, and just, you know, a smile, a call, a text, whatever have you, that could really mm -hmm. brighten someone's day. Oh, yeah. And also make sure that you check on your strong friends. I know a lot of time we have those friends that we check on. Uh, you know, they're the go to's, you know, that we know that they may be having some problems or the issues. They usually come to you when things come up and things like that. But remember the strong friend in your circle. Uh, sometimes for the most part, they don't necessarily, although they do very good at giving advice and being there as a support mechanism, um, sometimes it's hard for them to vocalize and or express um, that they too have problems and or issues. So don't forget about that individual as well. So like Shaniqua said, if you haven't checked up on um, your friends in quite some time, you know, send a text message, reach out, you know, on social media, call them up, you know, y'all plan a breakfast date. Um, or something, because like I said, we're all being affected in some shape, form or fashion with regards to this pandemic. And so, you know, to me, you can't get enough when it comes to communication and a smile or just to say, hey, I'm just, you know, just want to tell you that I love you or just want to just show my support for you today. You don't know um, how far that will go. Yeah, but the, uh, that's a very tragic story, because I think yeah. I remember and I think I remember reading about they said that um, she had left a note for her mom, basically leaving all of her possessions to her. So it's just a very tragic story all yeah. around. So sad, so sad. And our prayers and condolences go out to her family. Yes. And friends and loved ones. Okay. You got anything else that's buzzworthy? Uh, for you? I would say um, if you all have not heard, um, and I guess because he's part of our generation, Shaniquia, Guess we need to give a little background or talk about it a little bit. If you have not heard, Nick Cannon um, is expecting his eighth uh, child. Um, I know for some people that may not necessarily be, you know, news. <laughs> <laughs> like again, yes. Cannon is struck again, basically. Yes, but yes, um, he is expecting his eighth child. And so... Um, Regardless of how we may feel about the situation, I am wishing both him um, and the mother to be a safe pregnancy. I am too. Yeah, I am too. Nick has always said that he wants a big family. He did. He did. And he kids. is fulfilling that. He really is. He yes. literally took that scripture to heart. Yeah. Be fruitful and multiply. So, yeah. you know, hey, no judgment here. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you got the means and you feel like this is something that you want to do, then more power to you, buddy. So you think this might be it for him? Or you think he going to keep going? I think there may be one or two more. Who's to say <laughs> even three? Um, you know, like 
you said he made that statement that he wants a big family. So only, you know, he will be able to determine, you know, when he has reached a point that he is satisfied with how big, you know, his his circle is. So we'll just have to wait and see. Have to yeah. wait and see. What about yourself, cousin? Is there anything in your neck of the woods that's been buzzworthy? Yes, quite a few. So, Ashley, since you were talking about Nick and him expecting another child, we have some other celebrities that are expecting uh, children as well. As y'all know, unless you've been living under a rock, the news broke today that Rihanna is pregnant with her first child from rapper ASAP Rocky. So I am happy for her because I read that Rihanna has wanted children for some time. And so I'm glad that she was able to fulfill her desire for that. And I'm just wondering now, does this mean that we officially done in terms of her music? Like, would she release another album? I mean, I wanted another album. What you think? I think that she actually will. I think that you think she seen, will. I think she will. I think we've seen this a lot uh, with a lot of our female artists and things of that nature. I feel like they actually, um, although don't get me wrong, she has done a phenomenal job. Um, whether it's been in music or it's been in the beauty business. I really think with her now becoming a mother, I mean, her career is just going to skyrocket as far as creativity and uh, the different avenues that she can, uh, you know, now go down and relate to with her now being a mom. Who's to say that she may venture into like, you know, the baby industry. So making uh, clothes for babies, uh, skin products you know, for babies and she's done such a fabulous job with her Fenty line. So I'm just looking forward to what else um, she has in store for us. So no, I don't think that this is the last that we're going to see uh, from Rihanna. I just think that she's just going to get better uh, with time and blessing us with the more talents, you know, with the talents and skills that she currently has and just taking it to yeah. another level. What about yourself? What do you think? Well, like I said, I want her to release some more music because I'm a, I'm a big Rihanna fan. Because, um, you know, it's been, what, five or six years? It has. Released her last album. So, you know, I was just hoping that, you know, we get another album for her yeah. baby. But, <laughs> but, I mean, nonetheless, you know, I'm still happy for her. Now, I, I necessarily wasn't always here for her relationship with ASAP Rocky. But if she's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. So... That's all that matters at the end. So congratulations to Riri. Congratulations, Rihanna. And there's also breaking news. The Brat, the rapper the Brat, and her fiance, Jessica Dupart, are also expecting a baby. That was that was breaking news today. So congratulations to them as well. So it's just yes. like this baby fever. Baby yes. just everywhere. What's well, going into the springtime? So that's pretty typical of this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. Between babies and weddings and engagement, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be hearing more of this type of news in the weeks and the months to come. Yeah. And we're yeah. still in a pandemic. So most definitely. You know, all most these definitely. pandemic babies. Like most there's nothing else to do but to have children. So yes. But yeah. Okay. So and then I also have another buzzworthy topic, Janet Jackson documentary. I know you said you ain't seen it yet, cuz. Not yet. But you're going to have to watch. This was 
a very well put together documentary. Um, Janet was executive producer along with her brother, Randy. And like I say, it's probably one of the best that I've ever seen. I love the fact that Janet was completely vulnerable, um, completely transparent. And I think those always make the best yeah. documentaries. And I like the fact that she basically spoke about her life on her own terms. So nobody was speaking for her, no publicist, whatever have you. This was just her, her experiences. And it was basically divided up into four parts, but it was a two night event. So it was two parts. Right. Night. Um, like I said, very good. Learned a lot about her um, previous relationships. Um, she talked about her marriage to her first husband james um debarge as well as her second husband renee i can't think of his last name and then she also talked about her relationship with jermaine dupree and you know jermaine dupree is being dragged on social media right no because, why is that because it was revealed in the documentary that the reason they broke up was because he cheated on her oh. so a lot of people are like well how you fumble the bag with someone like Janet Jackson. So, and he admitted that, you know, he admitted that, you know, he cheated on her and because he was saying that because he was with someone as huge as Janet Jackson, that made the women want him even more. You know what I'm saying? And I can believe that. I can yeah. believe that. Yeah. And not saying that he was right for what, you know, he did. I'm glad that he's owned up to it and, um, just listening to you talk, it seems as though, you know, him and Janet are cordial, Yeah, you know, regarding yeah. the situation. He's moved on with his life. And so as she, you know, so as she. Yeah, they're still really good friends. And she talked a lot about, you know, stepping away from, you know, her dad as her manager and just yeah. kind of taking control into her career. Because I didn't even know that she had like two albums prior to her control album. Like, oh, I, wow. I, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> because. You know, I guess you can say that those first two albums were like flops. Gotcha. You know, but it wasn't really until she got with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, the producers, and created control with that really like catapulted yep. her to, you know, superstardom. Yeah. And, you know, she talked a lot about, of course, you know, had to bring up Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five because, you know, that's how it all got started. Yeah. And she was just saying about, you know, her relationship with Michael. And she was talking about how, you know, there had been a little bit of a shift in their relationship around starting around like the thriller era, because, you know, that's when he became such a huge, massive superstar and and things like that. And then, you know, he had his own personal struggles. Right. That he was dealing with, with, you know, like the, the child molestation charges and all of that. So she was saying a lot about how because of that what happened to him that kind of made her guilty by association mm -hmm. because she actually lost some money wow because of that like she was um was supposed to do a coca-cola commercial she was going to be a spokesperson for them and because of the 1993 allegations that came yeah. up with michael they basically cut ties with her yes so she lost money yeah wow that's not fair guilty by association so yeah. And then she talked a lot about the Super Bowl incident and she was saying that she was actually the one who told Justin Timberlake to not release a statement. Gotcha. About the I know like a lot of stuff was revealed. A lot of stuff. Because you know people was going in on him because of Right. Him. I remember that. He kept yeah. he cut a lot of flack behind that. Yeah. And she yeah. basically was saying you know 
her and Justin are good, you know, like they're good friends, you know, please like just leave this alone. Right. Basically. So yeah. But needless to say, um, it was a very very good documentary so you should definitely check it out Keisha. i will definitely check it out like i said i've been needing to but every time that i see it or like i said i get some free time to myself it's usually like in the middle of that first episode and it's just like if i can't watch it from the beginning to the end i don't want to come in in the middle because i don't want to miss anything so i'm definitely going to make sure at least by the end of this week uh that i do so because like i said it's definitely been coming on Mm -hmm. um, so to catch up with it and Janet was such a huge star you know as we were growing up I mean I remember I remember control the black kids, oh, you yes. know yes everybody wanted to be Janet the, the baseball cap the ponytail you couldn't tell us nothing back then um, so yeah she's an icon she is a legend um, and that's why we have the artists you know like Sierra and Sierra you know is always giving Janet um, mm -hmm. you know, oh yeah, most definitely. So I'm definitely gonna have to do my homework and sit myself down at some point of this week and watch both of those. Yeah. Episodes. Oh, and also, and you'll love this too because she also talked about poetic justice too and her oh, experience being too okay. Like she showed clips of the yeah, behind okay. the scenes. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I loved it. Okay. Okay. It made me appreciate Janet that much more, and I was already such a big fan of her. Yeah. So I was here for it here for all right well that was all i had for buzzworthy topics did you have anything else nothing else from me all right so moving on we can go ahead and get into our episode which is when is soon too soon so let's give a little bit of background shall we on shall how we? this came about okay so this episode is actually inspired by um miss nene leaks lanithia monique leaks from the real housewives of atlanta you know she used to be on there um and lakeisha and i was talking about this one day when we were just kind of developing this episode and we were talking about how you know nene lost her husband greg leaks i think it was in september of last year you know he passed away from cancer and you know within a few months you know, Nene's already publicly in a new relationship. And a lot of people had issues with that on social media. Like she literally was getting dragged for that. You know, um, some people were saying, you know, how dare you? And um, Greg ain't even been in the ground cold long enough for you to already, you know, be done moved on, on with somebody else. Or, you know, this guy was already in the picture before Greg even died, you know, all kinds of theories and stuff like that. So it kind of made me and Lakeisha kind of have a discussion about, okay, well, when is soon too soon to move on in a relationship, to a new relationship? So that's kind of where this came about. So I think we can kind of start off with that question. That's kind of open-ended, but when when is soon too soon? What do you think? Um, in my personal opinion, it really boils down to the individual. Um, everybody has their own belief system. Um, everybody has their own way of moving on um, from a relationship, whether that relationship ends in a physical death. Um, it ends just from the two individuals 
um, you know, going their separate ways and moving on with their lives respectively um, and so on and so forth. So like I said, to me, how I would move on from a relationship and the time that I, the time and the effort that I would put in um, to make sure that I am as healed as can be or as healed as possible before bringing somebody else into my personal space may be very totally different uh, when it comes to the next person. And so I think that's something that we have to look into. A lot of times I, I believe that um, as individuals, me and my mother was actually having this conversation earlier today, uh, especially for those of us who are empaths. Um, you know, we we feel, you know, everything that we do, you know, we just we feel we're very intuitive. We take everything in. And a lot of times we have this mentality that, you know, oh, if it, if it was me, I wouldn't necessarily behave in this manner. Or if it was me, I wouldn't have necessarily done this. Or if I would have, you know, if it was me, I would have done that. Once again, the key word is you. You are not everybody. Each and everybody, each and every person is different. So once again, it boils down to the individual. Maybe Nini felt uh, that she was ready uh, to move on with her life. Uh, for those of you all who follow her, um, she said in she said many times, not only in the television shows when she was, uh, you know, doing blogs and blogs and things of that nature. You know, she said on countless occasions that both her and Greg had had conversations about. Um, him wanting, him encouraging, him supporting her um, in moving on with her life. He didn't want her to be this old, you know, widow just wallowing in pain and sorrow. Um, he wanted her to live a life that was full of happiness, love, peace, prosperity. And so um, I can only imagine, you know, what her and her sons and um, the rest of the family was going through during those final days, those final time periods uh, with Greg. But at the same time, like I said, how she choose to handle a situation may not necessarily be the way that you or I would have handled it, but it's a okay. If she felt like, you know, she had peace uh, regarding the passing of her husband, that she had done whatever inner work that she needed to do um, in order to move on with her life, then who am I to sit up here and say, you know, or to chastise you like this is too fast. Because once again, we don't know what kind of conversations, what kind of dialogues, what type of preparation was going on behind closed doors with both her and her late husband. How about yourself, cuz? I agree. And I'm glad that you brought that up. You brought out some great points because we don't know what their conversation was like. Um, and I think a lot of times people, when they're looking at something, especially on social media, you don't know the actual person's life. You don't know what right. conversations was had. You don't know anything. You're just right. seeing this picture of her with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know what part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because I was kind of like, well, why do we even care? You know what I'm saying? Like what other people are doing in their bedrooms, without their bedrooms, whatever have you. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why is this relevant to your life? Right. You know, that's always the first thing that I think about. Now, like, am I going to judge Nene? No. I'm not going to judge her or anybody else that moves on like that because, you know, that's their life to live. Right. Now, me personally, I don't think, and this is just my personal opinion, this is Shaniqua, this is S's opinion. 
I don't think that I could move on that quickly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, especially if this is someone who has basically been my soulmate. We've been together for like all of these years. I just don't think that I could move on that quickly. Now, I'm not saying that I would never move on again because I know that I would want to find love right. eventually. But I just know for me within a few months, no, I, I, I wouldn't be ready to move on. And I definitely um wouldn't put it on social media either and i think that might be part of the issue i'm just guessing that might be part of the issue that maybe people had with me because it was on social media maybe i don't think people would have cared too much if you know she had been private right about it but then you also have to think about Nini as a public person. Anyway. She is. She, <laughs> she is. She's an open book. So she's going to share yeah. stuff about her life, regardless if you like it or not. Right. But like I said, for me, it's just more like, why is this so much an issue about what other people are doing in terms of like their relationships? Like, what is this doing for you? Just because you wouldn't do it, that doesn't mean that gives you the right to bash someone else and tell them what they need to do. That's exactly. just how I feel about it. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm, uh, of, I'm of the same opinion as you, because um, I necessarily, um, even when I think back to past relationships, I've never necessarily moved on that quickly. Um, I'll be honest with you. It usually takes me a good year or two um, just because it's especially depending upon um, the depth of the relationship, you know, uh, and I'm really big on I, I I am of the belief I don't like to carry baggage right. into the next uh, relationship. And so um I do a lot of self-reflecting. Um, I've got involved in therapy. Um, at one point, I had a life coach um, and things of that nature. Because like I said, my whole thing in moving forward, I want to be and also present the best version of myself. And so, like I said, for some people, hey, that could be a couple of weeks a month uh, for you. And like I said, for me, it took some time for me to get there. Uh to get prepared, like, hey, I'm now ready to date and present myself in these type of uh, situations and things like that. But I don't have necessarily time to get involved in people's lives. Um, I think social media is a great tool. Um, but like I said, we all know once you put it out there, you know, you also open yourself up to the opinions um, of what other people are going to say and or think um, about you. So that's just my whole my spiel um no. on it you got any other commentary no i mean no i agree with that and even because i know we were talking about just moving past nini for a minute we were also just talking about you know i think the pedestal that a yeah. lot of people have celebrity relationships because yes. remember when we were talking about when the news broke of megan good and Devon yes. Franklin um, divorcing. Yes. Um, and we were just talking about how, you know, so many people were so shocked by that. Yeah. And, some, and some people wasn't because they felt like they were unequally yoked and stuff like that. But I know for me personally, I was kind of like shocked. And only because to me, it seemed like they had a pretty good united front, at least from what I could see, from what they portrayed portrayed um to everyone 
Gotcha. And yes, I knew that they were from two different worlds, but most people are that come together in relationships. And so I was really rooting for them because I thought that, you know, this was a perfect example of when opposites attract. Because you've heard that saying before. And so that's what I was thinking was going on here. But then if you kind of like really look at their marriage, you you could kind of see that they probably wasn't going to maybe last. And I'm glad, cousin, that you brought up that point that at the end of the day, all those the these individuals they're celebrities they're in the limelight you know we we see what they're wearing we see where you know where they're going to go eat where they're working out at you know their next big project we all need to remember the end of the day they're also people Mm -hmm. you know they have lives too they have flaws they make mistakes you know i guess the unfortunate part about that is a lot of time when those mistakes happen or even when the good good stuff happens in their lives it's just broadcast to millions upon millions upon millions of people um and things like that and like i said that's one of the pros that social media has afforded us but also that's also the con that comes when things start to disintegrate you know in our lives and things like that so i wasn't necessarily shocked um about Megan Good and Devon. I really wasn't shocked, you know, when the news broke about Nene um, and her boyfriend, because like I said, I'm one of these people, like as much as there are celebrities that I admire and I look up to, I'm at a point in my life, like I never put them on a pedestal. There was a time that I did. And I would admonish and look up and be like, oh, I want to be like X, Y, and Z. But once again, and you made that point, We can look good together on paper. We can look great together in public, um, you know, on social media, when we're at these galas and these banquets and these balls and so on and so forth. But once again, all hell could be breaking loose behind closed doors. So we have to be careful who we sit up here and we admire who we, uh, we look up to because you don't know what type of demons these person, what type of battles they may be fighting when they are behind closed doors and things like that. So, and, and this to me could even apply to Megan and um, her husband. And I think a lot of people, I don't even think I know a lot of people are looking at that too. Like, you know, when are we going to hear about her, you know, new man, or are we ever going to hear about Devon um, being in a new relationship and things like that. And just people just need to remember at the end of the day, celebrities are people, y'all. You know, they have lives. Uh, they have things. They have families. You know, they want those private moments as well. And so when people are going through some really difficult times, put yourself in those in their position. Um, and like I said, just be mindful of that. So that's yeah. our take on it. Yeah. And I mean, and that's those are great points, because like you said, um, People do like put these celebrities on pedestals and 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 they forget that they're humans and yeah. they're basically going through what the average person goes through. They're just going through it in front of the camera. camera. In front of oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're just they're just showing their stuff on a public display where right. we wouldn't where we wouldn't necessarily do that. Right. Um, but then again, you know, there are times where, you know, 
common folk will put stuff on social media and proceed and portray, you know, like, oh yeah, we're relationship goals and yeah. and all of this stuff like that. And then, you know, they're constantly posting pictures about the people going on vacations and all these gifts that they've gotten each other and all that stuff like that. The next thing you know, the pictures stop. Mm-hmm. And then you don't you don't see anything else, and you're wondering like, well, what happened? You know, yeah. I was just I was invested in y'all when y'all was together. <laughs> I mean, please, like you know, let us in. You you put yeah. out there before, but everybody else, like, yeah. well, let's put your breakup out there too. But you yeah. know, like people aren't aren't necessarily doing that. And I always just wonder, like, what what is the the reason that you know people feel like that they have to share, you know, so much when it comes to like their relationships on social media is it more just for i don't know validation purposes i mean it could be all type of things right but i know like i probably would be the type that i i, I would be private you'll be it. private yeah because um like you were saying before you know whatever you're posting you're giving people opportunity to kind of like really give feedback whether it's um unsolicited or not yeah uh, you know what i'm saying um and I just know, like, I don't necessarily want to put myself in a situation like that because I know, like, I would want to go in <laughs> on the people. Like, I kind of would probably be like Cardi B, a little bit how she be doing, like, uh -huh. you know, kind of like going back. And, and I'm just not trying to do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think I would probably be a little bit private. Like, you probably wouldn't know unless I was married. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably be the exact same way. Um, I am very, very proud. People ask me all the time, like, you post very randomly, like, you know, probably like a couple of, a couple of times out the year. And there's a reason why I do that. My whole thing is, if you really want to get to know me for me, there's a phone, there's DMs, there's text messages. You can come, we can come and hang out. Um, that type of thing, because we all know on social media, you can be who it is that you want to be. And so, like I said, we got to get out of this fan this fantasy world thinking that these celebrities and influencers are out here doing it big. Some of them are. But once again, some of them are. I mean, look at the case with the former Mrs. USA. You know, yeah. we could use her as an example. You know what I'm saying? Like, who would have thought, you know, at 30 years old that you know, you know, that her family would be facing a situation that she could have possibly taken her own life um, and dealing, you know, with that process and what all of that may bring on for their family and things like that. So um, I say privacy is key. Um, I don't see anything with you all, you know, um, I don't see anything wrong with you sharing like key things about what's going on in your life and things of that nature. But, you know, taking you know, six and 12 and 10, you know, selfies a day and things like that. I don't necessarily see myself doing it. But like I said, I don't not nobody else because once again, you are you and I am me. Um, but just know that whenever, whether you post once or you post multiple times a day, people are going to have something to say. And if you are the type of person, you know, you know that you can't handle uh, the criticism that may come along with it, then, you know, social media may not necessarily be your thing. You may need to look into other avenues um, and things like that. What I wanted to ask you, cuz, is when it comes to a relationship and when a relationship uh, ends, like I said, whether that, whether that 
that relationship ends because you know do the death it ends you know just because you know y'all just break up um that person ghosted you and so on and so forth what are some ways you believe or that you can think of to help somebody to get through that difficult time in their life well I think that's a great question, by the way. I think um, the first thing to do is to really kind of like learn from the relationship because I'm a I'm a big component on like self-reflection mm -hmm. and like, you know, what went wrong, what went right or whatever, because I think that's important to help you not only for healing, but also to really see like, OK, well, what don't I want in the future? Mm. When I get ready to decide to pursue another relationship. Keyword, I like that. Keyword ready. To right. Pursue. Okay. We're we going to go back to that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. Just really like, well, was it really the other person's fault or did I have mm. a role in this too? Because we're so quick to point the finger yeah. at the other person, but we don't necessarily talk about, the role that we played because it exactly. takes two people in the relationship you know what i'm saying you know even if someone was unfaithful in the relationship you know you made the choice to end it whether or not you want to stay in it but most time you know you might end the relationship you know that was a choice to do that right. so i would just definitely just say you know making sure that you really learned from that and really really healed Mm. And when I say heal, I mean heal. Like you had brought up a great point. You said that, you know, you had went to therapy. You know what I'm saying? You had a life coach and stuff. Like really look at the belief systems and the patterns that you yeah. had in these relationships. Because see, what happens is if you don't reflect in these areas and properly heal, all you're going to do is bring the same baggage into a new relationship. You and the are. cycle will continue. Yeah. It will continue. And you don't want that. Because I'm a firm believer that God definitely gives you tests. And at some point, he wants you to pass. Right. The test. And if you don't pass, you're going to continue to get the same type of situation. It'll be a different thing, but it's the same type of outcome. Yeah. And that's because you didn't properly heal. Yeah. And get what you were supposed to get out of it. Yeah. So I think that that's really my big thing. And also just making sure that your self-worth is intact. Um, cause I see a lot of times where people rush into relationships. Remember when I talked about ready? Yeah. Um, I see a lot of people rush into relationships when they're clearly not ready to be in a new relationship, but they're doing it because they don't want to be alone. You know, they're feeling depressed or whatever. They feel like they can't be on their own. Mm. Like I, I can't, I can't function without right. being with someone and and that really saddens me because i'm wondering well why do you feel like that why do you feel like you have to have someone to complete you like i hate that movie whatever that movie was not the movie i don't hate but that part of the movie where they talk about i complete you was it jerry Maguire or something like that i can't remember what movie it was it was a movie from the 90s i know mm -hmm. and that was one of the things that they the girl said to the guy, I was like, you know, you complete me and all this stuff. No, nobody can complete. That's you. right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not their job. That's not their that. job. That's that's not their job. No, no. 
and and I'm not saying that when you get in a relationship that you know you're gonna always be well put together and stuff like that and you won't have flaws and things like that you're gonna have those but nobody wants somebody that's not whole yeah okay let, let me just put that out there you got you got to hold be whole and that's why it's so important to really heal yeah because like and 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 knowing like i said when you're ready to be in a relationship because if you're not ready you know you're not ready to be in a relationship if you constantly still thinking about your ex and you comparing um the new person to your ex nine times out of ten you're not ready or you're bashing your right now in the new relationship that you're in exactly yeah exactly so yeah so figure out like you know i think if you are ready to date Figure out what's your motive behind it. Am, am I doing this because I know in my heart of hearts that I am ready wholeheartedly to be with someone else? Or is it because I'm trying to seek validation? Mm. Did I answer your question? That I answer my question because you did a great job. <laughs> yes. Because I, I know job. I can go on a tangent about that. But, yo. <laughs> So, um, and, and I can speak from prior experience too. I mean, cause I've, I've kind of dealt with that too, you know, but the older I get, the more I realize self-reflection is key. It's you you got to know the part that you play. It's and key. So. And even another component of that Shaniqua with the, the self-reflective piece for some of us, um, you may not even just the self-reflecting you looking at yourself you may have to start having conversations even with your family yeah, to see if this is something that has affected the women in your family. Is this something that has affected the men in your family and things of that nature? Because like I said, this thing could possibly be a generational curse as well. So you've got to be ready to have those conversations. I know what our generation you know, we didn't really question our mom and dad, you know, about a lot of stuff, you know, and they mm -hmm. said, do something, you did it. Um, and right. you didn't really ask them, you know, no tough questions. Um, but now, like, you know, Shaniqua, like you're saying, we're older, um, we're maturing, uh, we're trying to better ourselves. I don't necessarily see anything wrong with sitting mom, dad, auntie, uncle, grandma, granddaddy down. If you have some questions and concerns about things that, you know, that you're going through in your life and wanting to know, you know, does this thing go deeper than just me? So that can also be part of your growth, your strength, your healing journey as well. I agree with that. But then I think you also have to keep in mind whether or not, okay, because we're going about generational curses and, and looking at patterns and stuff, you know, if those family members would even know, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. what I mean? And what I mean by that is because a lot of times they might be have experienced the same type of situation because that's what they grew up in and that's what they witnessed right. and that's what was modeled to them. So um, I just want to make sure that, you know, when you are getting that feedback or asking for that feedback, it's from people that's healthy too that's most definitely if, if, most if that definitely. makes sense like because yeah. sometimes you know our family can not give us good advice too yeah about, <laughs> <laughs> about stuff so um so yeah i agree i so, agree so yeah that's kind of important too. but i i feel you I yeah feel you. I, definitely the feedback but you know just make sure that they that they know what they're talking about yeah <laughs>
Yeah, so, but, yeah, so, I just, I don't know. Like, for me, I just don't necessarily think that there is a time limit on when soon is too soon. Correct. I just think that it's just a matter of knowing when you, the individual, are just ready. That's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. If, and yeah, and I really feel like we just got to stop judging people about the decision that they made that don't have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, like, like I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. Like, just, just stop. Like, again, my initial question that I asked at the beginning of this episode, like, what, why are you so invested in this? Like, what does this do for you? Yeah. Really ask yourself. That's part of self-reflection, please. <laughs> Peace. Like really, like what does this do? Yeah. For you. Like, why do you care so much? Yeah. Maybe if I put this energy in myself that I have towards other people that don't have nothing to do with me, then you know, maybe I can, you know, live yeah. the kind of life that I want to live. Yeah. This Most thing. definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. And once again. Just like you have a life, they have a life. Just like you have, you know, triumphs, so do they. And just like sometimes, you know, at some point in lives, we wade through waters, we got to fight some battles, we run into some obstacles and some hurdles. Same thing with these celebrities. And so um, I'm just, like I said, that's, I try for the most part. to think in that shape, form, or fashion. You know, if it was me, how would I want to be treated? So, yeah. And you know what? I mean, when I was telling you about how some people, including myself, was, you know, kind of shocked about the Megan and Devon, you know, ending of their marriage, I'm just wondering, like, would people feel the same way? Like, if Sierra and Russell ever broke up, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they have relationship goals too. Yeah, for, for some people, yeah, you're yeah, right. But, but I just, I feel like, just don't make people your relationship goals. Yeah. Because I feel like when you do that, you just get disappointed because, again, you don't know, like, what these people are dealing with behind the scenes. You don't know what it took for them to get to this yeah, relationship. exactly. Like, what experiences exactly. that they had. You know, it's just a lot of different layers yeah. that we don't necessarily know. You're right, cuz. What's going on. You're right. I mean, and who came up with that term anyway? Relationship goals. That I don't know. Where that come from? I don't know. How about I be a relationship goal with myself? Hey. You know, know, I'm just saying. (laughs) No, I mean, like, yeah. Like, let me love on myself. Let me love on all of this. These natural curls and whatnot. And, you know, just everything. Everything that encompasses and makes you, you, you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just just do that. Then that way I can be whole. Yeah. For the person that I'm supposed to be with. Most definitely. And I won't be looking to them to validate my existence in this world. I'm preaching to somebody. <laughs> I am. <laughs> God told me to say that. So I mean you know, for real. Don't do relationship goals. Just don't, don't, just don't put, don't put that pressure on celebrities either. Yeah. Because <laughs> I 
think it'd be pressure. Not just on them, but just like people. In just general. anybody. Because you could. Yo. You don't necessarily have to be looking up to a celebrity. Maybe it's somebody in your family. Maybe it's a colleague. You know, a dear friend of yours. Like I said, at the end of the day, people, we, we're, we're flawed individuals. So we are going to disappoint somebody either at some point or another, even ourselves. So take that pressure off of yourself. Give yourself grace. You got to give yourself grace. Or like you said, Shanique, when you're going to be, you going to kind of be in this up and down, you know, type of scenario moving forward in life because your life is based around what other people got going on, what other people are doing or what they got to say. And that's not a life filled with purpose. That's not a life. That's not the type of life that you want. To live, you should live life on your own terms and not necessarily because you're sitting up here looking and wanting to be like somebody else. Yes. And, you know, great point, because, um, again, I think that kind of goes back to the whole like knowing when you're ready and what's your motive yeah. for being in relationships, because. A lot of times we do compare ourselves to other people. And I yeah. know why, because I've done that before. Um and you feel like, OK, well, this person is married and, you know, in relationships or they're engaged, you know, and especially if you're of a certain age. Yeah. And you feel like, well, I should be this way, too. And this is where I should be. And, you know, you're not there. So you kind of feel like, OK, well, the next person that talked to me, I'm about to, <laughs> you know, I'm going to talk to them regardless if they bad for me or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that they they're here and they're showing me some attention yeah, and some affection. But, you know, again, it's just going back to just really, really loving on yourself. Yeah. And I think this is a great time to have this conversation, especially with Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day coming you know, up. Yeah. And, you know, that's another day where people be in their feelings and stuff. And, um, and rightfully so, you know, especially if you you're single, it can be very hard. For people. Um, but, you know, I think it's just more about re redefining what it is in terms of like how you want to celebrate Valentine's Day and what that means and and all that stuff like that, because you can be your own Valentine, you know, right. um, you can be your friend can be a Valentine, Galentine's Day. I think that's what they call it. Yeah. Girls, you know, girlfriends and stuff, um, you know. A family member can be a Valentine, your parents, whatever. I mean, like, there's just so many ways that you can redefine it and really take your own ownership of what it is and yeah. not necessarily let society tell you, like, okay, well, you know, if I'm not with somebody, that means something wrong with me. Right. Day or whatever. But I know that was kind of a side tangent, but, you know, <laughs> but, but no, but I feel like it kind of relates in a little bit. But, you know, so. Just really make sure that you're really identifying patterns that you got going on so you won't be taking those patterns into to new relationships. What else you got, cuz? What you think? That is it for me. I think we just about summed up and talked about and uh, hit on as many bullet points as we can uh, when it comes to, you know, a time frame that's appropriate for somebody to move on. Mm -hmm. So I guess we collectively agree that there is no time frame. There is no time frame. You get to determine that on your own. And only you. Only you. And only you. Don't, don't yeah. listen to these trolls <laughs> on social media. 
or whatever, you know. Trolls you just, don't you don't necessarily have to listen to family, right? Uh, friends, like I said, at the end of the day, you know you. And if you feel like, hey, you ready to move on in a week, you ready to move on in a couple of months. Hey, for some women, I, it's taking them years uh, and men, you know, to get past um, uh, the ending of a relationship. And once again, that's a okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It is very much so. So. We over here at Insightful Conversations with SNL, we don't judge. We we want people to live the lives that make them happy at the end of the day. So that's what's most important because it's your life, not ours. Exactly. So I think that's what our summary is. So we are at the point of the episode where we're getting close to winding down towards the end. And one of the ways that for any people that are new watching us. Um, we always believe in ending our um, episodes with some type of insightful moment, whether it's um, either Lakeisha and I coming up with something or someone sends us an insightful moment. Um, and basically what that is, is basically some type of inspiration, inspirational quote, a song lyric, it could be a Bible scripture, um, a poem, like whatever have you, something that, you basically can share that gives you inspiration. And we actually have an insightful moment, Lakeisha. Okay. I'm going to read it. Um, it's from Shari. And it's basically, you'll love this one, Lakeisha. It is a Bible scripture. It's Corinthian, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. You know what that is? Not off the top of my head. Okay. I'll read it. Love is patient. Oh. Love is kind. It does not envy. Mm -hmm. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. Persevere, excuse me. Love perseveres. Love never fails. I love that. I love Thank that. Thank you, Shari, for submitting <laughs> that. Shari is one of my really good friends. So she wanted to share that. So, and that really sums up, I think, what we talked about, you know, because I always love that scripture because it really does talk about what love. I think that's like a true definition. That is. Of that like is. what love is. Because it's you all. You don't know what love things. is. That sums it up right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I really do believe if we're going back and referencing Mimi and Greg's uh, marriage, they embodied that love, whether you agree with it or not. Um, if you would have done things totally different at the end of the day, it worked for them, you know. And so all we can do, like I said, is. Uh, you know, I hope and pray that Mimi, um, as she is moving forward, um, you know, throughout her life, that she makes the best decision possible uh, for her. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, Greg doesn't always have a very special place uh, in her heart. She will never, ever forget about um, her marriage and the many memories that both her and Greg created uh, together. 
Uh, but for those of us who have watched her, you know, her life kind of play out on the show. Um, if you don't know anything about Nene, we all know that at the end of the day, Greg loved his wife. Sure and, he, and he wanted what was best for Nene. He really, really, really did. And so I just hope and pray that she finds the happiness and the joy, the love and the peace that she and her family um, are deserving of. And I'm wishing her well. I'm wishing her well in, um, in her romantic uh, life in her professional uh, endeavors, and even when it comes to her uh, personal endeavors as well. Yeah, I mean, she seems very happy with yeah. this guy that she's with now. I don't know his name, but um, but you know, I follow her on Instagram, and she um she does post him a lot in her stories, okay. her stories. So um, she seems very happy. So good for her. At the end of the day, I say, do her, do her. Know, do her and yeah. you know live your life. And you also got to think about. I know we didn't talk about this earlier, but the fact that Nene is of a certain age, you know, yeah. so that might have had something to do with it too. Most definitely, and, you know, because you know I think she's in her fifties, so she probably like you know I'm not trying to sit here and wait around because I don't know how much longer I might be here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, you know, yeah. So she did what was best for her or her. Yeah. So we hope that you enjoyed that insightful moment that was shared. Um, you too can submit an insightful moment if you would like. Um, basically, make sure that you like and follow Insightful Conversations with SNL on our Facebook page and on Instagram. Our username on Instagram is at InsightComboWSL. And also, please, please, please don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel so remember i told you in the beginning that i was gonna remind you again so we remind you again now so go ahead if you haven't already done so like this video subscribe to our channel share it tell a friend also um you can leave a comment actually we we want you to leave a comment because you know we talked a lot in this episode but we want to hear from you about like what your thoughts are on the topic in terms of when too soon is too soon um and also for those that like to email us we do have an email address yes you can email us at insightful conversations 37 at gmail.com um and we'd like to hear from you so if you want to like share any feedback with us give us you know ideas on potential topics for this season Feel free to share, or like I said, insightful moment. Feel free to do so. And again, for all of those who don't necessarily want to watch videos or don't like watching videos, no excuse. You can follow us on all major podcast platforms. You can listen to us while you're driving, while you're in your car, while you're at work, whatever have you. We we got you covered, okay? <laughs> so, do you have anything, Lakeisha? Anything else? Nothing else. All right. Well, until next time, we hope that you all stay blessed, love each other, be safe out there because COVID's still out there in these streets. So, but y'all take care and y'all be blessed for real, okay? And just live your life, okay? All right. Till the next time. Peace. Bye.